Hi, this is Terry Dismore, and you're listening to the Quiz the Diz podcast. Terry brings years of experience in consulting, management, leadership, and life. In this podcast, Terry answers questions about these topics, bringing wisdom from a kingdom perspective. Our website is quizthediz.com. Now here's the Diz. Let me ask you a question. Who are you listening to? I don't mean on the radio. I mean who speaks into your life. It's very important that you know who is speaking to you. Now, I know you can look at the person and see them speaking to you. I don't mean who's talking to you at the moment. I mean who is speaking to you. Who's getting into your skin? Who's getting into your head? Do you ever think about that? Do you think about what you listen to? And again, I'm not just talking about radio, and I'm not just talking about TV or anything like that. I'm talking about the whole gamut of people that speak to you. You think about how many advertisements that you see every day. You see thousands of them. I've seen statistics that you might see a 1,000 or 1,500 ads every day. Everybody is trying to get our attention. People want to sell us things. People want to have us do things for them. People want us to agree with their point of view. Well, who are you letting speak to you? You've got to be careful about that. Let me talk a little bit about guarding your ears. You know there's a passage in the Bible that talks about guarding your heart. Well, kind of the same thing. You need to guard what you're listening to. Now, I'm kind of putting all of this listening to under the same phrase as what you're watching and all that kind of what you're reading and all this kind of stuff. So I want to make it clear that I'm not just talking about verbiage. I'm not just talking about the audible verbs. I'm talking about written word, picture, so on and so forth. We all allow things to make a difference in our lives. So Around the election time one night, I'm sitting there and I'm reading Twitter. Now, here's how I put things today. Facebook is liking, it's kind of like going down to the manhole cover and opening the lid and looking at the first thing that floats by. Twitter, on the other hand, is like going to the sewage treatment plant and taking a swim. You got to be very careful what you read. So I'm all nervous about it, you know, and just, oh, what's going on? What's going on? This was around election time. What's going on? And I hear the voice of the Lord say, you know, you could get off social media for a day. I'm like, oh, really? I could? Yeah, you could get off social media for a day. So I shut it off for 24 hours and I thought, oh, I hope this goes well. I want to know what's going on. I want to know what's going on. Well, Quite frankly, it was almost 60 days before I went back on Facebook. I've not gone back on Twitter at all, at least on my account, I don't think. I mean, I may post about my podcast there, but I haven't gone back on there to read every day. Let me tell you why. Every time you read something on Facebook, every time that you read something on Twitter, every time you turn on the TV and you watch Fox or CNN or any of the other news programs, every time you listen to a talk show host, every time that you read a book, every time, you see where I'm going here, every time you allow your senses to take something in, it's affecting your mind. And what affects your mind affects your heart. And it's out of the abundance of your heart that your mouth speaks. You ever wonder why so many people are so mad right now? It's because everything they read is about being mad at somebody, upset. Somebody's trying to take your rights. Somebody is trying to do this, that, or the other. We've become a nation of people being offended because it's comfortable, 
Really? It's not comfortable. I don't like being offended. I don't want to live in an attitude of being offended. But we do that. People do that. I won't say that I do because I'm like, I really have tried to tamp that down in my life. As a matter of fact, when the 60 days had passed where I hadn't read any Facebook and I hadn't done anything like that, and I went back on, I was like, you mean I spent that much time doing this? Mm-hmm. I learned a lot of stuff in that 60 days. I read several books. In that time, I was quiet. I prayed a lot. I took some time just to listen to the Lord. And there were some new things that he revealed to me during that time that I'm going to guarantee you I would have never heard had I not stopped and settled down a little bit. So let me challenge you about that. What are you doing in your life? What are you taking in? Who are you listening to that you need to stop? Because I'm going to tell you this, when you listen to someone, because of the way your mind is affected, you are submitting to them. Now, we don't like the word submit in our society. Uh, In an MMA fight, submission means that you've lost. Uh, In a marriage, submission means that the woman's weak. Now, I don't believe either of those things. Because when you submit in an MMA fight, it just says, okay, you've beaten me, but I'm going to come back and fight again. In a marriage, submission actually starts with the husband. The husband's supposed to submit to God first, then the wife submits to the husband. And let me throw something else in here. There are parts of our society that say women are supposed to submit to men. That's nowhere in the Bible. It says wives submit to your husbands. But now here's the key to that. The husband has to be submitted to God first. He has to say, I'm laying my life down for you, darling, so that you can have a better life. My wife, Nay, and I practice that in our lives. If you've got questions about that, of course, I'm always glad to talk to you about it. You can write me at terry at quizthediz.com. I want to see you prosper in your life, not just in your business, but in your marriage, in your relationships, and so on. So let's go back to this uh, submission thing. Submission is the position of permission. You're giving someone permission to speak into your life. Now, I often say I'll let anybody talk to me, but I don't often let people speak to me. You've got to have my trust, and I have to honor you for you to be able to speak to me. So that's the problem with people on Twitter and people on Facebook and people out yelling at you in the street. They don't know you. So why are you listening to them? Well, you're listening to them because your senses are overloaded. You're listening to them because, well, that kind of makes sense, or I don't want them to be angry with me. Well, wait a minute. What's that all about? Listen, you've got to have in your heart and your mind who you follow. Remember the great philosopher Bob Dylan says, you're going to serve somebody. That is right. You are going to serve somebody. Now, I'm hoping in your case that that's the Lord first, and after that, that you're serving those around you. But keep in mind that the passage in the Bible that talks about love and the greatest commandment is love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. And the second is like unto it, love your neighbor as yourself. So we get the whole love God. I get that part. But here's the part we have trouble with on the neighbor's side. And that is this. We love our neighbors a lot of times more than we do ourselves. We want to see them in better shape than we are. It should be as we are. And I think the reason that Jesus taught that was this, is he knew that the effort that it took to get to the level of how much we love ourselves would make all of our neighbors a whole lot better off. You follow me there? It is 
love our neighbor as ourselves, and Jesus understood that we're going to love ourselves first. That's human nature. And actually, if you want to know the truth, God so loved the world that he gave his only son. But to start with, love had to start somewhere, and God is love. So he loved who he is. He loved what his standard is. He loved his kingdom first enough to give us his son. And so I know most of the time I don't talk a lot about stuff like this on here. I'm going to start doing this more because this is how I think. And so when I interact with somebody, even if I don't talk about the Lord, it's in the back of my head. It's in there forming what I'm talking about. I'm kind of like the guy. There's a guy named Lance Wall now that teaches the seven mountain strategies. We're going to talk about that someday, about how to influence culture around you. See, I think what Christians have done is that we haven't given anybody permission to speak into our lives, and we're not being given permission to speak into anyone else's life. You want to know why? Because we do it harshly. We do it, well, you're a sinner and you're going to hell. Okay, I get that. What do you expect people that don't know Jesus to do? Do you expect them to act like saved people? They're not going to. It's just not going to happen. And how are they going to know how to act unless you disciple them? And here's another little tricky thing. They can be disciples of Jesus before they ever get saved. Think about that for a minute. All of Jesus' disciples were his disciples before they ever got saved. That's one of those things that, you know that time I said that I spent not reading Facebook and watching TV and all this kind of stuff? That's one of the things that came to me is one of the problems that we have in this country is we've forgotten how to disciple people. And I'm not just talking about from a Christian standpoint. I'm talking about from your co-worker standpoint. How do you disciple people around you? Again, I'm not talking about Christianity. I'm talking about how do you show a new employee how to do a good job? Do you do it by berating them or saying, you idiot, don't you know how to do this? Or do you say, hey, you know what? I used to make that mistake myself. Let me show you how this works this way. One of the first weeks that I worked for a consulting company I do a lot of work for, I took a spreadsheet and I started filling it in thinking, it's a spreadsheet. I know how to do it. Well, I don't know to this day whether I was wrong or right or not, but the guy jerked the laptop out of my hand and just deleted everything I'd done. You're not doing this right. Well... Did I learn anything from him? Yeah, I learned not to do that. I learned that three weeks with him was enough to make me not want to do this job. Now, I've been doing this work for this particular company since 2003, so I, learned, I got around it because the next guy was like, he understood me. He looked at who I was and helped me learn the way I needed to learn. So when you're talking about all of these things that I've talked about, who you're listening to, who you submitted to, it all goes back to this, understanding who you are. And I think it's important that you ask who you are when you're in your prayer time. God, how do you see me? Have you ever asked that question? Have you ever asked that question? Now, I'm going to tell you, I had not until, I don't know, four or five years ago, a friend of mine called and he said, have you ever asked God that question? I'm like, no, I never thought about it. I thought he told me, you know, why don't you ask him? And it was overwhelming the information that I got. Sure be glad to share that with you sometime. And I don't want to go too much longer here today except to say this. Be careful who you listen to, including me. Check me out. Read some of the stuff I've posted online. Send me an email. Ask me what I think about certain things. But understand that anytime you listen to someone, you are submitting to them. You're giving them permission. You're putting yourself in the position of permission of giving them permission to speak to you. 
So again, watch what you listen to, watch what you watch, and listen for the Lord's voice in everything you do. Hope you have a great week and thanks for listening. The Quiz the Diz podcast is produced by Prosper Leadership. Our website is quizthediz.com or you can reach us at 614-382-2582. Thanks for listening and be sure to subscribe and let your friends know about Quiz the Diz. Quiz the Diz.